You are great. You are great. Oh, you are great. 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 You are. You are great. So great. You are great. Everything written about you is great. You are great. You are. You are great. 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 You are. You are great. Oh. You are great. Everything, Everything Hallelujah. Everything written about you is great. We thank yes, you. We glorify your name. We worship you. We thank you for the opportunity to gather together again. Everything written about you, Lord, is great. As we come to your feet, oh Lord, come and we invite you into our midst, Father. Father based on you that we're here, we're not here oh, for yes, ourselves. Lord. Everything about you today is great. Everything oh, yes. written about you is great. Father, we worship you. We glorify your name. We thank you for another opportunity in your presence, Father. Oh, yes. But as we come, oh Lord, Father, come and diminish flesh in our, in our yeah. country. In, in our conversation today, Father, let your mind be revealed to us and let it lead us into the eternal path of life in yes, Jesus. Lord. I thank you once again. We don't want to continue to take this gathering together. I say when two or three are gathered in your name, you're in our midst. Father, we are gathered unto you today, Father. Come and reveal your mind to us. Come and lead us into the path of life. Come and deliver us from all the yokes of ills of past, oh Lord. Come and encourage us. Come and renew our mind, creating us a new heart, oh Lord, a heart of of service unto you. Father, let your name be, your name only be exalted in our conversation, our contributions in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we worship. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. It's a comfort. And thank everybody for joining again today. Uh, and, uh, we're just going to go straight to uh, to uh, devotion because I think it's very important. Everybody just, um, we, we should all discuss this because, uh, uh, you know, when we talk about praying and we're talking about communion with our God, and most of us, you know, you know, we commune one way or the other with our God, maybe in prayer in the morning or in worship, just like what we did now, you know, giving him all the glory. But today, even though we're talking about prayer, but there's a there's a, another tone to it, which is saying prayer can change your life, which is, you know, which is very important. If you want, if you want changes in our life, you know, he say once we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are received into his fold. But now we need changes for, for, for us to be like him, for us to be who he created us to be, for us to be, you know, you know, to be to, to, to be a vessel to be used to glorify God. We have to change. So right now, even though we're talking about prayer, but we're talking about prayer for us to know that prayer can change our life, you know, a lifestyle of communion can change who we are because once when we are constantly in his presence we 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 are changed to his image and one of the unique things about today was you know when i read this you know and when you go through the open heavens for today in exactly today it's done everything is you know driven to the same point which is you know communion with god in his presence that's where you know we 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 get joy we get everlasting you know gifts that we need for the 
for for the day. And we, I want us to all contribute today. That's why I, I wanted us. I just want to run through it. Had some scriptures about you know seeking the Lord. You know, for us to be able to achieve, or maybe when we're in trouble, or when when we even doing well, for us to be able to know the next to to get insight, for God to reveal Himself to us, just like we are communing, and just like we are gathering together today, God is revealing Himself again. You know, through you know, through each and every one of us. So one way or the other, communion with God, it's what we're really going to talk today. And that communion changes our life. So today, it's, uh, our text is uh, our topic is, is prayer can change your life, and I, that's why I think every one of us should contribute because prayer has changed a lot of us' lives, and it's better for us to actually just you know have those testimonies where we can actually use to encourage one another. And our text is taken from First Timothy, verse two. Chapter 2, verse 1. It says, I'm reading New Living Translation. It says, instructions about worship. It says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. That is the first text. But I just want to read down a little bit. It says, I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. That is the first thing in every situation. Ask, Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf. Give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peacefully. We can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and places God our savior who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Let's just stop there. So God wants us to be saved and know the truth. So how can can we, you know, go from, you know, from point A to point B, it is through that communion with them. So intercede for people, pray for them, for them to know the truth, for them to be saved, because that is God's plan for them. So for God's plan is for all of us to be saved, to know the truth. So instead of us complaining or castigating or condemning or convicting people, we should pray for them, because prayer is the agent of change, as we have read in this one. He said, pray this way, for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and it pleases God. So who wants everyone to be saved and understand the truth? So for us, that the agent of our change, it is seeking God, interceding for people, praying for us, so for us to be able to see, new, see changes in our life. And before I, uh, I I read the the text, I also want to read First Thessalonians five eighteen, and I'm sure we we all read this Thessalonians, First uh, Thessalonians five eighteen all the time. And I read from sixteen. It says, "Always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in circumstances, for this is God's will." for you who belong to Christ Jesus. This is God's, this is his will for us to always be in constant communion so that we are changed. And even people around us that we feel that maybe, you know, things are not going well, or they're not going, they don't know the truth. We can also intercede for them because this is God's will for us as Christians, for us to always pray. Prayer is that agent of change in our life because that is where we are in his presence. We are being revealed to. And we are in, we are interceding, even if it might be for ourselves or praying for, you know, God to seek to 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 make a change, a specific change that we want in our life. And I also wrote some text, but first let, let's just quickly go through the, the devotional today. Say prayer is is simply communicating with God, communion with our Father, and communication can be spoken or silent. Can can be spoken or silent. It can even be expressed in song. Many of the Psalms are just prayers set to music. Prayer is connecting with God. You know, I like I think it was two weeks ago we were talking about in the in 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 the, in the new book of Richard and the Call was that you know there was one particular part that we were reading and Rick became depressed. You know, he was saying he was depressed, there was hate in his mind, there was everything. Then all of a sudden he called for God, for God 
and he called for Christ and Christ picked him up. And he was asking the reason why he was, he, he was depressed. And Christ told him like, you know, when, when you are falling down the ditch, the first thing you should do is to call for help. Then when you are in his presence, then you can ask for understanding. So for us, connecting with God is how we are changed. We have to actually connect with him, be in his presence. That's when we are revealed to, and we, you know, when we are revealed to, then we, then we can change our life from what we, you know, you know, what we, what we, the, our current state to a new state in Christ Jesus. He said, whether it, it's confessing a sin, praising his name, pursuing his will, interceding for a friend, or petitioning for your own needs, your prayer must be God-centered. So this goes directly to the point. There's a lot of prayers, right? And God, Christ already has said, ask in his name, he will give you. But the main and most important part is in all these things, that is why Christ revealed to us how to seek God in prayer. The, the, the point of our prayer should be about God himself. That is that why we should humble ourselves and come directly to him so that he can hear us. Because if we are praying in his will, then we are being revealed to what to do next or our answers are coming directly to us. He said, whether we're doing all these things, confessing our sin, praising his name, pursuing his will, interceding for a friend or petitioning for our own needs, our prayer must be God-centered, never, ne never self-centered. It should be about his own will. Sincere prayers comes from your heart that longs for God to reveal what he desires. That is the point, that revelation. You know, that is a sincere prayer. A sincere prayer comes from a heart that longs to, to, for God to reveal what he desires in different situations. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth the way it's done in heaven. For his desire, for God to reveal his desire. So you must allow adequate time for listening and waiting intently before your heavenly father. And what, this is one of the areas like someone like me that I struggle with. And as we continue to, re, to, to you know, go through all this devotion, abide in Christ, we are being revealed to. And most of the time we are impatient. And it's because we are self-centered in our prayer, in the attitude of prayer. Because the attitude of prayer has to be the attitude that is centered onto God, that everything we are praying for is in line with his will and purpose. So, and if he's, we are praying for his will to be done, that means we have to actually be patient for him to reveal himself. Not for us to just pray, uh, uh, you know, just have a prayer like we're commanding him to do what we want him to do. So you must allow adequate time for listening and waiting intently before your heavenly father. And prayer must be your first priority. Like he said in his first Timothy, first of, first of all, you know, Paul instructs Timothy, I urge you that first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made in that first Timothy 2 verse 1. Note the words, first of all, before you slide out of bed, before you take a shower, before you make your way to work, before your first appointment, pray, pray, pray. Every afternoon at three o'clock, Peter and John went to the temple to pray. In the middle of the day, they interrupted their, their schedule to gather for one purpose, prayer. And this is what they, was revealed to them by Christ because Christ did this all the time. He separated himself most of the time to commune with the Father. So this, you know, for us to be who we are created to be, to be changed, to, to, be, to be Christ, we have to actually build up this attitude. He said, they interrupted their schedule to gather for one purpose, prayer. So when your day is rolling along at its own pace, and in its own direction, interrupt it with prayer. As your day builds towards a crisis, deliberately stop to pray. When your morning begins to go south, pull away for a few moments of, of solitude to seek God's mind and ask for instructions. When your attitude starts to sour, 
pause for an attitude adjustment prompted by prayer. Don't wait. Pray immediately. Make prayer for you. Make prayer your first priority. Priority in all things and all and, and at all times. If you do, you will find out that prayer changes your life for better. So the point, a point today is prayer can change our life, and our attitude of prayer will reveal God's mind and desires for us, so that we can be able to do what we, you know, what is real for us, and also to glorify. I have some text here, and I, like I said, I quickly want us to all contribute so we can we can edify the whole body. In Second Chronicles, uh, chapter seven, and this is the text that you know most of us know because you know it's always been revealed in church. And it said. Um, Second Chronicles 7, verse 14, it says, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from ever and will forgive their sins and restore their, life, their land. My eyes will open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. You know, God himself is revealing himself for us that if we can humble ourselves, and seeking for us to be changed, even though you know, you know, most of us think, okay, if you ask for forgiveness, God is going to forgive us. But for you know, to you know, to seek Him to change that particular thing that keeps for that that, that ditch, that uh, con, you know, this the sin that ensnares us, all the particular thing that keeps making us fall short of His own glory, of His grace, we can seek Him, and if we humbly seek Him, He will changes because like i say prayer can change our life and also you know a particular text that we always read in in, a, in the church also is jeremiah 29 i'll read from verse 11 it says for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and hope in those days when you pray i will listen if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will give you out. I, I will give you out of the nations where I sent you, and I will bring you bring you home again to your own land. This is the change that we're looking for. If we seek Him, so for us to be to 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 to. To, to, to receive that change that we're looking for, we had to seek his presence. When I, when I be, began, I spoke about the open heavens for today, which was talking about his presence. It's in God's presence that his fullness is. And in, his, in the fullness of God comes with a variety of gifts and pleasures. In Psalm 16, verse 11 says, Thou will show me the path of life in thy presence. In thy presence is fullness of joy at thy right hand, their pleasures forevermore. So for us to be able to get all these things, we have to actually seek him. And like I said, most of the time we are confused about, you know, you know, maybe because we we we, 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 we maybe because we have, you know, we, we fell short, but he's saying it, if we can come and seek him, he will forgive our sins. And not only forgive our sins, he will change us. But it is in his presence that we are changed. And prayer is that, you know, is that vehicle for change that we, that we, that we need. Even if we are struggling with one particular thing or the other, prayer is that vehicle for change in our life because it is in his, it's in his presence that we are changed. And again, from that open heavens, I was thinking in verse in Psalm 91, verse 1, he said, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In, in his, it's in his presence that we are insulated, that the Holy Spirit gets, you know. To, to do the work of transformation in our life that we are now changed from a state of where we were to a new person in Christ Jesus. So for us, if we are struggling, 
we should seek his presence in prayer, seek his word. So far, we are in his presence, in worship, in all those things. We will change from what we are to who we are supposed to be. So let's have contributions. Like I said, I didn't want to talk too long. I just want us to quickly discuss this because he's talking about prayer and changes in our life. Contributions, please. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brian, for the for today's topic. And I think today's topic, we have to really get to the understanding of the power of prayer. And that's the reason why the Bible says we should pray without ceasing. You know, because he knows that it's really very important when we get ourselves to the lifestyle of a prayer, that every moment of our life, we don't even have to wait for a situation to arise before we start rushing ourselves into the place of prayer. But when we get to that lifestyle of praying every time and gotten used to that, you know, aspect of life and making it a deliberate action in our life, it's really very important. And also, I think one of those things that make people get confused or get frustrated when it comes to the place of prayer is that we are so much impatient which you also made mention of, and we are because we, because why? Because of our fleshy nature and everything is always centered onto ourselves. We don't actually center our prayer onto the will of God. And that's one of the major issue. And that's why people mostly, you know, get frustrated because they still don't understand the will of God and their own, you know, choice of what they are praying towards. And once we understand that aspect, that the will of God has to come to pass, regardless of the situation or the circumstances Mm -hmm. that that person is, you know, going through at the moment. Because once we understand that will of God, then that will give us that patience. And it will also give give us confidence about how powerful the Lord is. Because another thing, what I realized recently is that most times when we are praying, when we get frustrated, that oh, my prayer hasn't been answered, then we try other options, which also lead us to, you know, a distress, a distress area or disaster, either way. Is that in the sense that after waited for a whole time and we haven't seen any answer, but God expected us when we haven't gotten answer, we shouldn't relent. We should keep on praying for his will in the sense that we, we will know that, okay, maybe this is not the will of God for this certain thing that I'm actually praying for. And you won't get discouraged, but you just know that it's only his will that is paramount over here. Because most times people don't understand that it has to be only the will of God. So we get frustrated. We try other option, which is out of the will of God. But we should understand from this prayer that we are teaching today, that when we are praying towards something, I know God said, when you seek, you shall find, isn't it? But if it is not the will of God, if he knows this particular thing you're seeking for could lead to a problem in that person's life. Remember God is love. He loves us above any other thing. He cares for us. And he doesn't want anything to tarnish that love or to tarnish our image or to tarnish our being. And that's the reason why when we pray sometimes and when we don't get answers is because he knows that could affect that individual. And also another thing I was looking into, you know, the Bible also say that we should be vigilant and very sober because the, our adversary is not, it's not resting. It's going about like a roaring lion looking for who to devour. And that is the reason why the Bible said we need to keep on praying because we don't know what is coming next. But when we have devoted ourselves in the place of prayer, 
And that is the reason why the Bible also tells us the, 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 the weapon of our warfare, they are not kana. So this will allow us to face anything that comes our way at, at any point in time. But one thing is we should understand the will of God has to come in place. And that is the reason why the Lord's prayers was, you know, that is the reason why Jesus teaches us how to pray, that let the will be done. And if you notice everything that Jesus did when he was, you know, when he's on this health, anything before he pray, he will first of all give thanks. So he's putting us how to pray. And another thing is that when I talk about impatience was that most times too, you know, we are always in haste, rushing every time when we are praying. And I just figured that one out too, that most times when we are praying, even though we have to pray at any moment in time, we should try and wait for a reply. Trust me, God is actually giving us back a response every time we are praying. And if you, and most times I always concentrate most of my prayer, my major prayer that I always pray in the time that I know that, okay, I'm not going anywhere and I'm not rushing anywhere. So I will sit down there waiting for a reply from God. And I think we can, you know, exercise this kind of, you know, attitude as well, you know, that we will know that, okay, this is the time I'm giving to God, but still God can hear us even in our car, in our closet, in our bathroom, at work, at any point in time, because his eyes sees it everywhere. And I pray that the Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, you know, like, like you said, it is, even in a, a devotion, it is written there. It said, sincere prayer comes from a heart that longs to, for God to reveal what he desires. Because most of the time, if we are not centered, if you are centered on ourselves, you know, we don't really care what he desires. But like he's revealed to us in his word, the most important thing, all other things will be added. But the most important thing is his, is his kingdom and his own glory. So for us, we should you know, have an attitude, that, that attitude of praying for for him to reveal his mind, his will, so so that we can, if we are working out in line with our, his will and purpose, our prayers are already answered, like he's revealed. So, but if we are not being revealed to his desires, it's only our own desires that we are setting up every time, then we cannot receive the change that we want. The change we want, it is to be who he created us to be. And it's, that is his own desire. So we should pray in line with his own, desires thank you uh more contributions please praise the lord hallelujah okay. uh, mommy no, continue. Oh, okay God bless. thank you my amen yeah thank you so much and um, pastor mrs and brother actually um from what um both of you have said um, what I can just also contribute or say in respect to the aspect of prayer because I can remember that um, when in school of um, disciple, they, they always tell us that it's even when you think everything is going on well with you that all what you think you ask from God, you got, you've gotten it, that you are comfortable, that that's when you need to pray more because the devil, your greatest ally is around the corner waiting for you to like relax a little bit for him to strike again. So... Prayer is a very good thing. And just like the open heaven has said, said it, that um, dwelling in God's presence, it's a very good thing for us to like always dwell in his presence. I, I so much love that um, Bible verse, Psalm 91, from one to the end. I so much like that. That Bible verse is very powerful. That he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. But, so for us to always dwell in God's presence, in, um, for us to be under his shadow, we really need to like always be in his presence at all time. And prayer is not just all about maybe we, we have a particular time we need to sit down and pray or 
we can always pray and meditate wherever we have, just like Pastor Mrs. said, that whether you are cooking or me, I used to think before <laughs> that you need to really um, sit down and pray. But later I got to understand that, in fact, you can just be in the spirit at all times in your surrounding, be just um, be communicating with God. And it, it really moves mountain, changes a lot of things in our life, things that we think that it's impossible. And at times when we don't get answers to prayers, it's not as if God does not hear, but it feels that that thing, we don't need it now. At times we pray on based on what we think we, we want and not what we need. And God will always give us what we need and not what we want because giving us what we want might lead us astray and cause a lot of trouble in our life. But if you give us what we need at a particular time, then um, everything will go well with us and we'll see that even the thing we thought we wanted was not really what we need. We needed at that particular time. So, and um, again, I um, that makes me remember um, this. Everybody listens to his songs today and Pastor Natania, the day I listened to one of his administration, he shared his story. And he was like, he has been to the U.S. Embassy, like how many times? I can't remember, but several times, yeah, maybe more than five times, that they kept denying him. Then <laughs> only for him right now, um, that was years back. But right now, everybody's listening to him all over the world. He can mm-hmm. travel as many mm-hmm. times as he can. But that mm-hmm. time was not the right time for him. That was mm-hmm. why God kept delaying him. Mm-hmm. Some people will be so eager to travel, to mm-hmm. be at the next step. But that's not where God wanted him to be at that time. Mm-hmm. Because their time for shining is not the right time. So, but when the time comes for um, um, Pastor Nathaniel or yeah, Nathaniel Bassey, you see that the way God is using him mightily all over the world. He's even thanking God that God did not allow him to go that time because if he had gone, he would have gone astray. Mm. So that, so I just pray God will help us to always be patient in his presence, to be, um, to listen to that voice and not just be like, this is what I want. This is what I want. God will help us all in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank Amen. You. Thank you very much. Uh, sister. Comfort. Like you said, we should be revealed to, I think mean, I think it's already stated here. You know, prayer is communion with God. But if if it's if it's not a two way communication, we don't really want him to. We just want to tell him what we want. We don't want to, him to reveal to us his own desires for us. And his desires are, you know, he's God. He he knows us. So his desires are our own desires because we feel we know him, and we keep seeing with our own eyes. So we should pray to be able to see from the eyes of the Lord so that we can know that what he wants for us is good. But most importantly, his will, let his will be done in our lives. Thank you very much. And Sister Bridget, you can go ahead. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. First and foremost, I want to bless the writers of this book. I want to bless the uh, pastor for bringing it to us out of our doorstep, because it's, it's such a blessing. The, all the topics, everything is such a blessing to the body of Christ. I want to really appreciate Pastor for delivering this to us and every person that have made it possible for us to have this textbook and all the topics. We just bless God for their life. Pray that the Lord will continue to expand their territory, will continue to build and use them for his own will. In the mighty Amen. Amen. So Amen. much has been said, you know, right from Brother Ayo down to Pastor Missy, down to Comfort, much has been said. And the point of emphasis has been repeated again and again by, by, by all the three people that have contributed. Cultivating the presence of God, going into his presence, form the habit of going into his presence and be quiet. Setting out time to be alone with him, no distraction. You can put off your phone, you know, and nothing will, nothing is lost. Just being in his presence, try to work, work it out. It can be once in a week, maybe when you are off duty. Just spend some hours in his own interrupted hours in his presence. That is very, very important. Uh, you know, much has been said. I jotted a lot of things down from, uh, you know, all the contributions and, uh, you know, 
we should not be impatient. That has been emphasized from both, uh, uh, you know, all the people that have contributed. And the Bible says we should pray without ceasing, whether it is convenient, whether it is not convenient. Like it has been said here, anywhere we are, whether in the toilet, toilet is even the best place to pray. <laughs> said, but yes, because you're just a little there with yourself. Now, whether you are driving to, driving to work, you know, we have access to him by the blood. It's not uh, the physical president, whatever, where we have to fill paper before we can see anywhere we are, even when we are in the bus or in a, in a plane, wherever we are, crowded with people, you can commune in your heart to the Lord. That is the beauty of prayers. Anywhere we are, he hears us. And yes. there's something that Pastor Missy said, that the will of God gives us patience to wait for him. When we pray according to his will, he hears. And, and that, with that at the back of our mind, he, he, you know, we have confidence because he has said in his word, when we pray according to his will, he hears it. So that builds up our confidence in him, knowing that as we are praying, he's hearing. But we must be patient with God. You know, that's what Sister Comfort was emphasizing concerning Basi. You know, we must be patient. He never knew. God could use his ministry to bless thousands without his traveling, with me, blessing millions. It just, it just his songs and all, they are really blessing because they are baited in the place of prayer and consecration. Mm -hmm. So those mm -hmm. songs minister life to people, not just casual. We have a lot of gospel songs. Some, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what, what to call it, you know, but there are some you see minister life to you. You know, we bless God. And one of the things we have to also arm us with, uh, ourselves with, is to know who we are. You know, when you come in the place of prayer, forget about your weaknesses. Forget about your limitations. You are standing there. You are equipped. The blood availed for you. You stand upon the merit of the blood to declare the word of God over that situation. Is it children? Are they giving us problems? Are they stubborn? We can break it in the place of prayer, knowing what the mind of the Lord is. The Bible says our children shall be taught of the Lord. Ecclesiastes shall be their peace. Anything that robs their peace, we bind, we cast. Remember that you have authority. Jesus Christ has given us authority. If you read Matthew 8, Matthew 28, verse 18 says, And Jesus said and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me. That word power is authority. You can see, put it as authority in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, teach, and continue with it. So we have authority. Or oh, the authority that Jesus had, has, it has also uh, given it to us to operate. We have authority over demons, over the powers of Satan and all his cohorts, over the power of the prince of the air, anywhere they operate in all the fear, we have authority. God has given us dominion over the beasts of the air, over the fishes in the sea, over the cattle, all that move it upon the earth. He has given us authority. So we must arm ourselves with you when we come in the place of prayer so that we are not intimidated by Satan. We are not intimidated by our present situation and circumstance. We are not intimidated by it because we have authority. So I will stop there because somebody will still want to, to, to contribute. So let us arm ourselves with that. that. That if you know you are a woman, you are a man under authority, and that your words, your words that you speak, they are not mortal, they are immortal. They are spirit feed, they are immortal, they are life and spirit. If you, because you are living a consecrated life, you are submitting yourself to God. You know, you can pray and break every yoke, break every sickness, take authority. So you must and with that, you will be patient because you know your prayer is not going to be in vain. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you very much, uh, ma'am. Thank you very much. Uh, like you said, you know, when we come to his presence, we should not continue to, I think that, I think that's the mistake when we come. It's, like you said, we should humble ourselves, but most importantly, we shouldn't, come to his presence feeling condemned we should be joyful for what he has done 
Because like you said, the merits, we should look at the merit of the blood of Christ that has given us the opportunity to, to be able to come to his presence. And from there, commune with him. And if we are struggling with some things, we can also open up and he will heal us. Just like we've read in our Jer Jeremiah 29, that he will forgive us. All we have to do is to come openly to, ex to expose ourselves so that we can receive the healing that we need. And like you said, we've, we are given the authority to, you know, to, you know, Christ has already conquered, you know, it's already, we are already victorious in Christ. So we should not continue to live under those bondage by, you know, making pronouncements and God will help us. Most importantly, like uh, everybody has said, patience for God to reveal his desires to us. Do we have uh, more contributions, please? More contributions in the house, please. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Brian. Sorry, I just got back. Um, glory, glory be to God. Thank you. You've broken it out. Everybody has said everything that needs to be said. But one thing that I just want us to, to take home with us is prayer supposed to be a lifestyle for us as a Christian. It should not be an option that I do it at my convenience. Or I will do it when I get in trouble. Or I will do it when I want something. Prayer is supposed to be a lifestyle for us. Uh, because um, like you use, rightly used that Psalm 91, that he that dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. Where is that secret place? It's in the place of prayer. It's in the place of your communion with God. It's in the place of your heart being open to God. That before even you have a need, God already knows, and you have that confidence that because you belong to him, and it belongs to you, and it keep on, you have that lifestyle of belief, of faith with him, um, nothing moves, moves you, and you will be able to confidently say, whether trouble, whether joy, whatever case may be, because your lifestyle is intact with him, you will not have to worry about anything. And I think it's very important to know that if we are not making a prayer a lifestyle, we should start making it a lifestyle. Um, God has given us so many tools and we have learned so much about who God is. We've seen how he operates. We've seen how he works. And why do we want to stay too far away from him before we commune with him? We know his strength. We know his ability. So why do we want to be absent in his presence? Because communion with him, meaning that you are already in his presence. When you have a lifestyle of prayer, you won't have to worry about things, even though things might look rough. But your, the presence of the Lord will give you peace through that roughness. Even things may be difficult. The presence of God will carry you through that difficulty. So if we make a prayer a lifestyle, there will be no any question about whatever we are going through that we that a doubt will come into our place. That confidence will be there that, yeah, whatever the case may be, because I am in the presence of God, the joy of the Lord will overwhelm those circumstances. And I pray that God will help us to make a prayer, not just use it because we want something from him or use it before because we got in trouble, but always just use it because only just tell us about who lives in us, because Jesus said it. Um, he taught us in that prayer that uh, how to pray in that uh, Matthew 6. He tells us how to pray. That our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That means constantly. God is with us at all times, out of praise all the time. Thy kingdom come, let your will be done constantly. Those are the things that he had before we even start talking about, oh, we have a need. Meet my need. Oh, before we say, oh, I'm going out. Do not let me fall into temptation. Before we start doing anything, invite his presence at all times. So when trouble comes, it's there. When temptation comes, it's there. When there is a need, it's there. So let's make it a lifestyle. And that will help us all. That we will not have to wait until we have a need. Or have to run to him. When trouble comes, it is there with us. And God will help us to make it a lifestyle. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Brian. I'm sorry I was late this morning. No, Thank no, you so no, much. No problem, sir. Thank That's you. Right. Thank you very much, sir. I think, like, yeah, like you rounded it up for us to make prayer a lifestyle. And one thing that came as, as soon as you said that, is like, if we're really Christ followers, if we really want to say we are Christ followers, then we should really follow Christ. That is it, because that is our patterns. That, that, that is that the image that we are trying to be. And one of the things that, you know, you know apart, we can look at Christ healing people, he's teaching, but one of the characters he showed most was, you know, he found time to always commune with his father. And for us, if we really want, you know, to be strengthened, to be equipped, to, to be filled, you know, with, you know, with the spirit to, to, to be given the strength, you know, like you said, instead of us to live in doubt, but to be strengthened in faith, it is in his presence that we can be to get that. All the car, all the things that, all the manifest, you know, power that Christ showed was based on how he keep filling himself, keep equipping himself in the Father. Everything he said, he said, you know, it's based on the Father. And that is because he's always, and, you know, all those things he showed was the kind of life he wants us to show to the, the way he communicated with the Father. That is the way he wants us to commune with the Father also. So if we really want change in our life, we have to actually seek the person that can change us. And it's not based on our own changes because most of the time we always think, you know, that's why we need the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the things that God wants us to change so that we can go and change it because that is already in line with his will and purpose because we are being revealed to that this is what you need. God wants you to change. So when you now come to him humbly to seek for his help, to change those things, we already, the change is already in us because now we already, you know, we've acknowledged and our weaknesses and we are coming to him for help. So for us to seek his mind, to seek him revealing his desires for us and the desires for his kingdom, then we can always seek him about that. And he's willing, like he said, if you seek me, oh, I will be found. And may God help us. Do we still have any other contribution if you don't have a pastor can pray for us, please? Oh, praise God. Hey, thank you, sir. Praise yeah, God. sorry for my late contribution, actually. Um, but uh, I think everybody has already covered everything, much more so what Pastor said. But I just wanted to um, reinforce what you mentioned uh, earlier, or even the title of the um, of the of the book that prayer can change our lives. And you know, sometimes at least in the past, I one of the experiences that I've gone through is the fact that. Um, we have known that I can pray to God to get things that I need to survive on a daily basis. But what I never knew was that I could actually pray to enter the kingdom of God. I thought I had to go and just go and work it out on my own. But when I'm praying for things, I can actually go to God. But when I'm going to become like him, that is that is my home, my home thing. That's only when I become like him that I can come to him and I ask mm. for things that I need. I never knew that I could actually pray myself into the kingdom of God. Uh, mm. And when I recently discovered that, in fact, I began to inspect how often I pray and what things I pray about to see where my heart is actually lying. And when I'm saying that I'm praying less about entering the kingdom of God, and I'm praying more for the things of the world, I begin to make, I begin to see that there's something that's changing in me. And so just like we can pray for things and God is doing it, much more, we can also pray ourselves into his kingdom. Mm. And I pray God will help us with Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank Amen. you very much. So that is, wow. that is yeah, just powerful. exactly, very, very good. Just like what we read in our devotion, that, you know, with sincere prayer comes from a heart that longs for God to reveal what he desired. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. we've read from that first Timothy, if you go down in that first Timothy, they say God wants everybody to know the truth and to get to the to be saved. So if that's what God wants us to get to his kingdom, then we should pray for that. 
we should pray for people to know the truth, for God to reveal his mind to every one of us. So, like you said, his desires is for us to be saved, not to be, not to be, uh, not, not to, not to perish. And may God help us. Thank you very much, sir. Pastor. Thank you very much, everybody. This is, this is uh, just such a very powerful session this morning. And my prayer is that, our prayer is that God will help us. Because guess what? We are saved. We're saved. Jesus Christ paid the price. But there's, every day there is one challenge or the other that want to derail our salvation, that want to challenge God in our life. But how do we, how do we put those things under subjection? It's by praying for God to, to, to look at us critically and help us to, to start praying for things that we push our eyes to things that are set above. Like we say, you know, old nature is still there. There is not going anywhere, but we need to keep in check of that old nature so it will not interfere with the future. Like my brother just said that I need to pray myself into the kingdom. I need to pray myself to be kept in the kingdom. I need to pray myself to continue to do the will of the kingdom. It is important because that's the only thing right now that we need to focus on. Everything else will be given to us on this face of the earth. But what about the things that we're expecting in the future? The price that is set before us. Are we running that race to, to that, towards that price? So we need to keep that prayer point check to say, God, help me so that we not fall out. We are saved, but our salvation need to be properly guided, like we said yesterday. So we want to give opportunity to those that don't know Christ as their Lord and personal Savior before we pray this morning, that if you don't know him, you're actually too far away. Because the Bible says, God may even hear the prayer of the sinner. Yeah, even though he cares about you. But without Christ in your life, you cannot get close to praying to God. You won't even know what to say. So ask him, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sin. Come into my life. Wash away all my sin. And I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Then you can join us to pray. The rest of us, let's pray that God, help me to focus on you. Help me to focus on you. Help me to not to not to not lose sight of that price that is that, that is set before me. Help me to not lose sight. Help me to be committed in my prayer life. That that we not fall out. Uh, Father, we pray this morning that, Lord, is there any way that we are struggling to stay in communion with you, to stay in prayer with you, to have our hearts set above. Father, efforts this morning to restore us back into thinking about you and making you a priority in our thought, making you a priority in our, in our way of life. Help us to have a life of prayer. Help us to have a life of prayer. Lord, and Lord, we will continue to pray for that, for that kingdom to come as it is in heaven in our heart and let your kingdom saturated in our heart in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The rest of the day is in your hand. Father, Holy Spirit continue to guide us. Help us Lord to have a lifestyle of prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for the opportunity this morning that you open our eye of understanding again. We pray Lord God Almighty that you continue to uphold us with your right hand of righteousness that we will not fall out of grace in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you eternal of ages in jesus mighty name we are prayed amen amen let us share the grace may the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit be with us now and forevermore amen surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever Amen. I am the one the Lord has blessed, so shall it be in Jesus' name. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Thank you, Brian, for leading. What a powerful, powerful session. Please make a prayer a lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. It will become easy that we won't have to run to God for help. He's already there to help. And God will help us all in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a good day.